What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop the Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 51 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. We are back again. My name is Justin Starr, as always, alongside me via Riverside FM, Pedro. Pedro, how are we feeling? What's going on, guys? How are we doing? Good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, This week, we actually, before we even get into the hockey talk, we have my man Pedro's bachelor party this week coming up. We will be there from Thursday to Monday. We will be kicking it in Nashville, Tennessee. I cannot wait. Looking forward to it. Going to be a, an awesome freaking time. Uh, Pedro, how are you feeling about the bachelor party coming up? I'm excited. Month away from the wedding. It's going to be a good time. And can't wait to talk with the boys. It's going to be a good time, especially with the boys. Yeah, my, my buddy's getting hitched. My, my, Taking it back. My buddy's getting hitched. Uh, you know it. But uh, the weather's supposed to be beautiful. Uh, I have no idea what's in store for the bachelor party. I am just going with the flow, and we are going to have a great time. A um, couple of dinners, Broadway. It'll be a good time. Yeah, I was I was told, I don't know if we're going to do it, but I heard that we should, if we can, uh, do the um, the Sirius XM. I think it's like, I don't know what their country station is. Uh, I think it's, I, I don't know what it's called, so I'm not even going to act like I know it. Uh, but they have a happy hour uh, fri- on on Friday, and they just let in a bunch of people. They usually have, like, a musical guest, and they, like, do the whole show live from one of the bars. So maybe we'll see. We'll see where the night takes us. Pop in. <laughs> we'll see where the night takes us. Pop in there. Um, but, yeah, can't wait. Looking forward to it. We're taking JetBlue, too, which is beautiful because I can't stand Spirit or oh, Frontier. I'm a big Spirit guy. Big spirit guy. You're a spirit guy? I don't like spirit. People dog on spirit so much, but it's really not that bad. I, uh, all right. I guess it's because when I went to Coastal, I had a really bad experience flying back home one time where the guy next to me was just getting obliterated, like off like vodka tonics, like left and right. I think he might have went through six in like an hour and a half flight. And I'm just on my computer next to him, minding my own business, watching Impractical Jokers, and he spills one of them all over my laptop and I, nothing happened. So I had a yeah. banged up laptop and this guy just kept drinking whatever he was drinking the whole time. I mean, you get what you pay for, I guess, right? Oh, you definitely get what you pay for. That That is 100%. I mean, as long, as long as I just get there in one piece, I don't care. Like, spill all the vodka tonics you want for me. I, as long as I get there in one piece, I don't really care. That's, that's, I, that, whatever. That's true. I'm cool with it. That's true. So, uh, but let's uh, get right into it, and let's drop the puck. All right, so Pedro, where do we want to start off? Because the last time we recorded was last year in the conference finals. Um, not a big deal. Yeah, not, not you know, just it, it. It was a minor setback for a major comeback. That's what we, you know, that's what we say. You have a bunch of wedding stuff, bunch of wedding planning. Totally get it. We're getting back at it. Um, we are in the midst of a playoff race right now. So do we want to start off with what the, what they're looking like, what the playoff matchups are currently looking like? Let's do it. All right, cool. Uh, so let's start off with the Western conference. Uh, so right now, you know, the Western conference in my mind is a joke. That's just me being blunt. That's me being honest. Uh, it's going to be a dog fight in the East. Uh, and honestly, I think whoever comes out of the West has actually a good chance of winning the cup just because of how banged up the team is coming out of the East. That's just my opinion. How do you feel about that? Yeah, honestly, I never really thought about it that way. Uh, but that's a good point. Uh, yeah, the East is a juggernaut. And it was funny because if we, we look back, I guess, backtrack into the trade deadline, all the stars went to the East. I can't think of one major move in the West. The biggest move I could probably think of was, I I mean, it's West to the West anyway. I mean, I guess Max told me going to Dallas. I think that was a good pickup. But other than that, there's no big name that went there. You have Kane who went to the Rangers. Tarasenko went to the Rangers. Timo Meyer went to the Devils. I mean, all the big guys went out East. And the West 
just doesn't look tough enough. They they don't look even skilled enough either, I guess. But I think we'll get into it a little bit later, but I don't know if skill will be enough for a team to win. I, I, I think I'm more of an old school type guy where defense, I believe, does win you championships and being a tough team playing hard against will make you, will have you win a championship, especially in the Stanley Cup. So I think when we start breaking it down, skill might not be your best friend. Okay, very interesting. Uh, so right now, as it's standing, uh, the wild card right now is being fought between Seattle, Winnipeg, Calgary, and I would say Nashville. Uh, those yeah. are pretty much the only teams right now that I see that have a chance at making that wild card push. Uh, you have Seattle in the first wild card spot right now with 83 points. Um, tremendous season for them, by the way. Uh, they're they're a fun team to watch. I you know whenever I can't sleep, I put on a Western Conference game, and usually I'm watching Seattle. Um, yeah. Then you got Winnipeg in second, uh, you know, led by Connor Hellebuck, who's phenomenal. Um, and then you got Calgary. I, I, Calgary's actually been a little disappointing to me uh, this season. Agreed. And then you have Nashville, who's kind of tweening right now. Uh, but you have Seattle with 83, Winnipeg 81 points, Calgary 77, and Nashville 76. Uh, yep. Our Rangers play Nashville tonight. Uh, could be kind of a dagger maybe in their playoff chances if the uh, Rangers end up winning tonight. Uh, but right now, as it stands, you have in first place leading, actually it's a tie right now uh, for the Western Conference, you got Vegas at 90 points, and you got the LA Kings at 90 points. Uh, so you got one of them up against Winnipeg. Uh, how do you see that playing out if it's Vegas or LA against Winnipeg? In series? Yeah. Or just in like yeah, which team do you think Winnipeg stands yeah, a better chance I, against? I think Winnipeg stands a better chance against the Kings. I think Vegas has potential to go on a on a decent run this year. Uh, Winnipeg to me, it's a bit shaky, right? They have been up and down. They won yesterday, I believe. They beat Nashville in overtime yesterday, um, but I think. Calgary also, I believe, lost an OT their last game. For Winnipeg, they have the goaltending. Uh, obviously, we know what happened with LA. They traded Jonathan Quick, which, by the way, was not a fan favorite or a locker room favorite, which, to me, I was not expecting that. I woke up to that to that trade, and I was like, w- w- out of the blue. Did not anticipate Jonathan Quick to be out in LA. Oh, completely. Without any, without any warning. You know, you usually hear about these rumblings about big players like that nowhere he was on the team plane he was on the team plane when he found out (laughs) yeah which is unbelievable but i think winnipeg has better goaltending of course kyle connor is on another level again this year um the kings you again goaltending's big uh andre kopitar is having a good year but ultimately i really think he comes out goaltending and as you mentioned before, Hellebach is on a tear again this year. They've looked, they've looked okay. Their defense is a bit shaky. Uh, but all in all, I think goaltending is always big in a playoff series, and I, I would have to give the advantage to, to Winnipeg. Okay. Well, all right. Um, yeah, you know, I, what I really would like to see, but obviously it will have to happen in the second round, I want Vegas versus L.A. I want John. Oh, well, I want Jonathan. I, mean, yeah, course, I want Jonathan right? Quick versus the L.A. Kings in a in a revenge series, and I would love yeah. to see Jonathan Quick wipe the floor with the L.A. Kings. I that that yeah. is must see. That's what I hope happens, but who knows? Who knows if it does happen? Uh, you know, and if you, I feel like if you want that to happen, though, I think the best thing for L.A. is to grab that number one spot, like we've been talking about, right? Because I I just don't see L.A. beating Edmonton right now at all. I, I just don't see it. Yeah, so I was just going to bring up Edmonton. I honestly wouldn't be shocked. So Edmonton sitting in the Pacific in third um, with 86 points. And, you yeah. know, they, they, they've got better at the deadline. McDavid is McDavid. So, I mean, that's all you really need to say. Uh, you got Leon Dreisaitl right behind him. Uh, 
you know, Edmonton, Edmonton's biggest worry as always for the past few years is their goaltending. It's just, it's suspect right. at best. Um, but you're right. Uh, whoever faces off against Edmonton in that first round between Vegas and LA, it's going to be a dog fight. It, you know, I, I see that series no matter what going at least six. For sure. Absolutely. But like you, like you just said, goaltending is a big story in the playoffs. You have strong goaltending. You have a good chance of winning the cup, right? I mean, look at last year. I mean, the Rangers against Tampa. Shesterkin had a historic regular season. Historic regular season, right? And you look in the playoffs, I mean, just outplayed by Andre Vasilevsky. It was just how it was. He outplayed him. And we obviously know what happened. But when it comes to Edmonton, I mean, of course, to me, Conor McDavid's the unanimous MVP this year, right? I mean, there's no one remotely close with him. But you saw the last couple years, yes, he's done well in the playoffs, but they haven't won a They made it to the Western Conference Final. Western Conference Final last year? Uh, Yes. It was Western Conference Final, yeah. But... Again, all comes down to goaltending. You don't have goaltending, you're not gonna you're not gonna win. It's just that simple. I mean, he could score as many goals as he wants. They can outscore. They can try and outscore teams, but a six-five loss that doesn't matter, right? I mean, it, it all comes down to the goaltending. And Skinner, to me, he, he can't be that guy. He's not that guy, right? And I'm surprised they didn't do anything at the deadline. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't go out and get someone like a Jonathan Quick, right? Or well, they 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 addressed the or, defense. I, they addressed the defense. Sure, of course. But yeah, goaltending wise, you're completely right. It, it's it's a shocker that they Jonathan Quick was out there. I mean, obviously, they're not trading Jonathan Quick within the division. Completely get that. But let's say you know um, they could have made that move with uh, with Columbus. Agreed. Yeah, like why didn't they? You know it. There were definitely they Corpusala, right? there were definitely goaltenders out there that I think would have been better for the playoffs than Skinner, and that's exactly to your point. Because um, even last year, like oh my god, that Battle of Alberta, those games were it was it was it was on crack. <laughs> every single Absolutely. game was on crack. Oh, yeah. It was hockey on crack. There was a goal every four minutes. Four nothing leads. Now it's four four. Now it's six four. Now it's six six. Like. Those games were wild, but those games don't like, yeah, you can have all the offense in the world, which we'll get to with our Rangers, but you need the goaltending to back it up and the defense. Look, I, I didn't think that their D was so bad. Uh, honestly, like giving away Tyson Barry for Matthias Ekholm, like, that's it's kind of the same thing, right? I, I, I mean, honestly, I think Tyson Barry was a better fit for that Oilers team. I thought he had a pretty decent year. I, I didn't think Greg Matthias Ekholm was, you know, like, oh, that's it. This team, that's it. They're going to win. Well, I actually feel me, bad. I, for, I, I feel bad for Tyson Berry because he took a pay cut to stay there to play with Connor McDavid. Right. And now he got right. shipped off to Nashville. So, yeah. you know, I think Tyson Berry kind of got the short end of that stick. But, you know. Agreed, yeah. Uh, but let's uh, move on to the, the – so that kind of brings us up to – that second round of the Pacific, oh, that first round of the Pacific, it's either going to be, at, you know, because it's so close in the Pacific. There, it, there's four points that differentiate Edmonton and the Vegas and LA. So we don't know how that's going to juggle out. But uh, who? Do, all right. So let me put it this way: Who do you see taking the Pacific? Vegas. You think Vegas runs away? And Vegas is hurt. Yeah. Vegas is still hurt, man. Like people don't they like are. people forget that Vegas has some long term IR pro like you know, issues, yeah. which you know Mark, kind of brings me back Mark to Tampa Stone's days. But yeah. Mark Stone's gonna make a, sure. a, a remarkable comeback. Don't worry. It's gonna it's gonna somehow yeah. happen. Yeah, I mean I think Vegas will take it. They're seventy three in their last ten. I know they lost yesterday. Um but yeah, I mean I think Vegas will also, we take the Pacific, which will see L.A. and Edmonton, which I think, like you said, like we've been talking about, it's going to be a great series. Um, but, yeah, I think Vegas would, would, would take the Pacific. And they would play the second wild card, so Winnipeg right now. Um, that could also be a great series, too. 
you know, the, the West to me is just whatever. <laughs> I, I think it's open to anybody. I, I I think anyone could beat anybody in in the in the West, in the East too. But to me, the West is just like whatever. Let's just get to the Stanley Cup final and see who plays whoever in the East at this point. So let's move on to the Central. Now you have Dallas in first currently with 89 points. Then you have Colorado and Minnesota both tied for second with 86 points. Uh, Don't look now, but uh, a healthy Colorado team is coming back, and they're showing what they did last year to win the Stanley Cup. Um, Yep. All right. right. So that's – see, that's my nerves for the Rangers, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, So right now you have Dallas against – as it stands, you have them playing Seattle. Um, so in a series, if it stands as that, Seattle versus Dallas, who you got coming out on top? Dallas. I think Dallas is deep this year. Dallas has looked good. Um, they picked up, like I think, I think Max Domi was a great pickup. I agree. Um, I think that was a good pickup for this team. He knows Tyler Sagan. They've played well already together. Um so I think Dallas, yeah, Dallas, hands down. When it comes to Colorado and Minnesota, I mean, Kirill Kaprizov is out. So we'll see how he rebounds from his injury. And like you said, Colorado, they won five straight. They look good. They look like the team they were last year. They're a complete team. There's no doubt. I think Colorado was definitely the favorite to go back to the Stanley Cup final this year. And watch out people in the East because, like you said, a healthy Colorado team, I would have bet against them. No doubt. I would not bet against them. But Georgiev, you know how he is. We've seen him before. Can he bring them to the Stanley Cup final? I'm not so sure. It's his first time being a number one goaltender. It's his first time he'd be in the playoffs as the number one. I just don't see that. I think he can bring them maybe to the second round, but I don't think he's capable of bringing them all the way. Yeah, so you pretty much just hit it on the head for me as well, actually. So we're pretty much in agreement on the whole West. Um, I was about to ask you, who do you see coming out of the West? Uh, so I, I, I'm yep. assuming Colorado is is your answer, healthy? If I'm picking a healthy team, if, if Colorado's healthy, yes. But honestly, I really like Dallas. I, I'm big on Dallas this year. I think Dallas has the potential going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, I, so it's not Dallas for me. It's actually Vegas for me. Um, you know, if, if, yeah. if healthy, like we said, if healthy, a healthy Vegas team is, they, they, you know, they're dangerous. But my here's so before we get to the East, here's my other question. Do you see any of these sure. teams, if they, you know, if they jumped to the Eastern Conference, any of these teams, do you see them making the Stanley yeah. Cup Finals? If they if one of these teams were in the East, yeah, no. So let's no. say like Colorado no. round one in the East. Do you think they get bounced by any of the top four or five in the in the East? They would, yeah, they would get slacked by Boston. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, the shakiest team. I okay, they would kick the crap out of New Jersey. I I think New Jersey. They have no uh, playoff experience, which I think is going to hurt them a little bit. Uh, even Carolina. All right. Good point. So probably Carolina, New Jersey. I might just be saying that as a Rangers fan because usually we take the crap out of Carolina. Um, but Colorado, I think experience is big for them. Um, I think they would beat New Jersey. I think they'd beat Carolina. I think they would beat us. So honestly, yeah, I think Colorado would have a good chance. <laughs> but I think Colorado could probably be that only team, though, right? Honestly, you just fucked up my point. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, have, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. I, I think Colorado could beat anybody if healthy, right? Like you said, yeah, if healthy. if healthy, if healthy, if healthy, and it comes to goalie matchups and. Vanacek is having a good year for New Jersey. Think he's playing Yogi yet? I don't know. Um, yeah, I rest my case. I don't really know. 
I'll be honest with you. That's tough. That's tough. Whoa. Someone got a phone call. Sorry about that. Got a phone call. Uh, you know, you're a popular guy, you know, coming up to bachelor Not party week. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, we're gonna move on to the next topic, which is the Eastern Conference. So let's switch over to that. All right, so let's let's get on with the Eastern Conference. Here we go. So we'll we'll go with the Atlantic first because I actually have a question for you about the Metro, which we will discuss in a few seconds. Sure. Uh, in the Atlantic, you already have Boston. That's the only team to clinch. They are 52-11-5. They are on pace to break every single goddamn record there is known to mankind. Uh, they sit at 109 points right now. Uh, they're 27-3-3 at home, 25-8-2 away. They have a plus 106 goal differential. <laughs> it is it's absurd. It is, And, you know, they, they, added, they added pieces at the deadline. Dmitry Orlov, Garrett Hathaway. They ordered they Tyler Bertuzzi. Like, oh my god! And now they have Tyler uh, Taylor Hall on the long term IR. He'll be back for playoffs. This team is it's incredible. It's loaded. Loaded. I don't think loaded is even a word for what this team is. Uh, so there you go. There's you know there's your two cents to you Boston fans. You know you can pay me later. Um, I I do I do want to hold on I do want to talk about them real quick because all right Garden Hathaway, uh, great pickup and Dimitri Orlov obviously of course. I did not, I did not think Boston had the capability of getting Tyler Bertuzzi at all. Well, that's because Taylor Hall at all. I I was like, what the hell? That team just got so much better, mm-hmm. and to think that they could even get better. But Talbert is like the right guy for Boston too, right? Like he is the guy. If you think of the Boston Bruins, you think of a guy like Talbert Tuzzi. Oh, absolutely, hands down. So that to me, honestly, is best pickup of the deadline. Best pickup of the deadline. They just got so much better. If they do not win the cup this year, the regular season is absolutely dog shit. I agree, and we've seen it that happen. Nothing. We've seen that happen with Tampa. Right. Right. Exactly. So, to me, you could talk about the historic regular season. You could talk about all that. If you don't win the cup this year, this regular season means absolutely nothing. It just it's whatever. All right, good good for you. You won sixty games this year. You got nothing to show for it. it means nothing. And then you're just gonna lose all those players anyway, right? Bergeron, Marshan, like they just get another year older. You just signed Pasternak to an extension. One of the best players in the league, definitely top three, hands down, right? But you don't win the cup it means absolutely nothing. So it's it's cup or bust for that team. So I feel honestly with the East, I think it's cup or bust for quite a few teams here. Uh which we can sure. yeah, which we could definitely, you know, pick or choose any of those teams. Uh but right sure. now you have Boston, obviously they're gonna win the East. It's I I, yep. I mean, it's it's a lock. No doubt. Um so you have Boston that's gonna win the East, so that means they're gonna get that second wild card spot. Uh, fighting for those wild card spots, it's starting to pull away a little bit. I think it's down to three teams after Washington uh, has lost. Uh, Washington sits in that fourth spot with seventy three points. I don't see Buffalo making the run with only a few games left. So good, I, hey Buffalo, Tage Thompson, great run. I, I respect the absolutely. hell out of it. And Tage Thompson, They're be a good team, absolutely. Um, but you know, good effort, Buffalo. You know, claps around. Um, and Washington, you know, it, it, I don't remember the last time Washington hasn't made the playoffs. Did they make the, they made the playoffs last year, right? They did. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even remember the last time Washington has missed the playoffs with Alex, Ove- uh, Alexander Ovechkin. Uh, so I think it was his first year, right? I think they only missed the playoffs his first year, his rookie year. If I'm not mistaken. So that's I'm, it. Other yeah, than that. They've been on a run, <laughs> of, yep. you know, making the playoffs. Uh, I don't see them making it. Um, it's a battle between the Islanders, Pittsburgh, and Florida. So you have the Islanders who have the most games played in the league. Uh, they sit at 80 points, but they've, you know, they've been in the West Coast. They just, you know, they, they took care of what they had to do. You know, right. you, you face a lowly San Jose Sharks team. You face a lowly Anaheim Ducks team, and they did what they had to do. Uh, they got those four points. 
if you want to make the playoffs, you have to win those games at this point. Uh, so good on them. Uh, clearly, the Rangers just helped out the Islanders by beating Pittsburgh two games in a row. Um, so Pittsburgh sits at 78 points, two points behind them for that first wild card spot. And then you have Florida who just shellacked. Uh, who'd they shellack? Um, well, they played New Jersey, yes. No, it was, it, right. was uh, was it Chicago? They beat them. Who was it? It was like seven, um, seven, three in the first period. Wasn't it uh, Montreal? Maybe Montreal. I, I think it was Montreal. Yeah, I think you're right. Right. Yeah, yeah. it was. It so was. It was they won. They won nine yeah, three. Nine five. Nine five. Yeah. <laughs> nine five. Yeah. yeah. So Florida's scoring touch is coming on again. Uh, so you have, I think. Who who do you think ends up with the two wild card spots? Uh. I think Pittsburgh misses the playoffs. I think it's the Islanders in Florida. Okay. I, you know, I, yeah, I, I, Pittsburgh to me, dude, they do not look good. They, they had that streak. I think they, I think it was like last week. They won like four, they won five straight games. And now they're on a three game losing streak and they do not look good at all. They, they do not look good. Defensively, they're unstructured. We saw Tristan Jari last night. He played decent, but the team in front of him played horrible. The, the team had a pretty decent first period. I was not anticipating the Rangers to blow them out midway through the second at all. Um, credit to the Rangers there. They played well. But defensively, they're struggling, and they're hurt. Pedersen's out. Um, they only played with 5D last night, and they're probably going to have to do that again. They're, they have two defensemen that are down. And Florida right now is is heating up. And honestly, dude, don't flip on the Islanders, too. Like you said, they have 71 games played. Uh, Florida's only three points behind them. So if the Islanders, even if the Islanders slip two games and Pittsburgh wins their next two and Florida can use those other two games, the Islanders are out. The Islanders aren't even, the, the Islanders would be on the outside looking in, right? So yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a dogfight with, with those three teams. It's only those three teams in my mind. There's no way the Islanders or Pittsburgh are catching the Rangers right now. They're 10 points up on the Islanders or 12 points up on on Pittsburgh. So the top three in the Metro are solidified. The top three in the Atlantic are solidified. So to me, I think think the Islanders end up pulling this off. Um, But I see Pittsburgh on the outside looking in. This could be the first time we see no Crosby or Ovechkin in the playoffs. Which is – do you kind of see that as like a – end of an era, you know, in a way, like obviously they're, they're, they're getting up there in yeah. age, you know, I, I think, I think Washington in the off season is going to have a look hard at this, but I think it's going to be one of those retool on the fly type deals. I, I think they're still a good team. You have Ovechkin. You're still a good team. You have Kuznetsov. You have Oshi. Mm-hmm. You just have to get your, uh, your defense needs to be more structured, right? Uh, you need to get more depth. You know, Tom, Tom Wilson, still a good player. I mean, right? I think Sonny Milano has fit in quite nicely there. Sonny Milano and has and so well, has right? uh, Dylan Strom. Right. So, so they're not terrible, all right? They're just going to retool and see what happens from there. With Pittsburgh, look, you have Crosby, you have a chance, right? I, I think Crosby's still one of the best in the world. He's, mm-hmm. or, he's still probably two, three, right? Um, but like, Malkin, to me, is just a... I hate him. I hate Malkin more than Crosby. I think he's a... I think he's a low-key, dirty player. Oh, he is. Absolutely right? is, yeah. I think... And his... I don't know how I can't speak for... People in the locker room, I can't speak for anyone, but just watching him on TV, like I just feel like sometimes he just doesn't care. He just knows like the team's losing. He just doesn't care. If he gets a terrible attitude when you look at him on the ice sometimes, and I, I don't know, I, I just don't like him. He's a good player, but to me, whatever. I think he Chris came McCann. out and said the Rangers are the best team in the NHL after uh, not last night's game, but the game before that. He came out and said like we just faced the best team in the NHL. On paper, <laughs> oh. on I paper mean, on though, paper, the, the Bruins too. The league, right? 
on paper, I think we're the most skilled in the league. But we'll get into but that. But he can't come and say we. Yeah, he can't say we just faced the best team in the league. No, fucking Boston's the best team in the league. There's there's no doubt about it, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, Pittsburgh to me doesn't look good. No shot. So you. So I think you, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh will be out. So you got uh, the Islanders and Florida making it. Uh, so with that said, it could be a crapshoot on who faces <laughs> the tank, <laughs> which is the Boston yeah. Bruins. Um, regardless, Islanders or Florida, you're getting run over. Uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, I'm sure you have the same. I hope, as a Ranger fan, I hope that series, whoever Boston plays, whether it's the Islanders or Florida, I hope that thing goes seven. I hope it's hard hitting. I hope someone, you know, people have some, you never wish for injury, but, you know, you hope some bodies are bruised uh, after a long, hard fought series and you hope for the upset. You hope for that. And you know what? You hope for that Toronto versus Columbus sweep. Well, not sweep, but you hope for that, that victory. And you know what? The best team, I can't even, I'm going to say this, but the best team who has the well the best team who has the best chance to beat Boston I really think it's the Islanders I think they have the best chance of beating Boston of any team in the East wow they play hard you have Sorokin in net they're deep they've done it twice already they've been to back-to-back Eastern Conference Finals after missing the playoffs last year right I, I think they are the best team to give Boston a run for their money. I, I think the Islanders are, they have the best chance. So I hope they make that second wild card spot, but we'll see what happens. Because uh, to me, Boston's just going to run over Florida. No, I totally, and they would run over I, Pittsburgh I too. Pittsburgh doesn't have the bodies to, I to bang. I, 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 I Yeah, so I see where you're yeah. coming from where, you know, the Islanders, they got Matt Martin, they got, you know, a little yeah. feisty Cal, uh, Cal Clutterbuck. They just got uh, uh, Engal, or how do you pronounce his name, mm-hmm. um, from Toronto. So I do see your point on that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, hey, if, as long as it's a long series and it's drawn out. I agree. Never know. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Uh, but then that, leads you, that leaves you with the 2v3 in the Atlantic, and that is the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, and clearly... Yeah. Clearly, uh, you had Tampa, who you know gave up a good amount for Jano, uh, uh, but you know they 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 came out and they said, "Hey, those picks are not going to help us this year. We're going for the cup again. We know we have the bodies. You know this is the type of player we're looking for." And he's been in a few fights. He's chipped in on the offense. So who's to say? Like he's he is the body for the playoffs, which I think you would agree with for that old school, yeah. uh, you know, sort of hockey for playoffs. Um, but then you had Toronto load up as well. I mean, you know, they kind of got unlucky with O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly's out with a broken finger for a few weeks, uh, but they loaded up as well. You know, they were shipping pieces, they were bringing in pieces. Uh, do you see the the curse continuing here, or do you see Toronto finally making it out of the first round? That is a tough question. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Toronto does end up beating Tampa this year. I'm usually not good at predictions anyway, so it'll probably be the opposite. Um, (laughs) But I do think Toronto did get deeper, like you said, with the addition of Ryan O'Reilly. I think that was a good pick up for them. Like you said, he's hurt, but once they get going, they'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I think the uh, also a good sneaky little pickup is, was bringing back Luke Shen. I think that was good for them as well. Um, and Eric Gustafson too. Trading, I think they traded Rasmus Sandin to, to Washington for him. Yes. And I think that was also a good pickup for them as well. I think they're deeper. I think they're better their goaltending has been good this year so i i think and again Vasilevsky, right yeah. i mean probably the arguably the best goalie in the world right now you still got headman over there you still got Braden point you still got stamkos <laughs> kucherov and they're built they're built for the playoffs um, they, they've shown it obviously clearly Brendan hagel too yeah 
but I, I, I'm confident Marner, Matthews, you have O'Reilly, have John Tavares. That addition of Luke Shen will bring them deep. Morgan Riley needs to be better in the playoffs. William Nylander. Struggles in the playoffs. Nylander. It's going to be a great series. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a great series. And it sucks that one of those teams is going to be out in the first round, right? But I, I think ultimately I would pick Toronto in seven. I cannot. And this, I think this I series think. is one of the I, only ones locked in. Uh, this right. is, it's going to happen. Toronto versus Tampa Bay is going to happen first round. Yeah. That's it. So I, you know, I cannot wait for this. Uh, I'm going to get my popcorn ready. Um, Agreed. I think, you know, obviously the Toronto fan base in general at home is electric. Oh, um, yeah. Absolutely. So to see them lose game seven last year at home was, you know, I, I, I kind of enjoyed it a little bit yep. uh, just because I like drinking tears of other fan bases. But then when people are drinking yep. my tears, I hate it. Brutal. Um, yep. But yeah, I cannot wait for this series. It's going to be a bloodbath. I, like you said, I see it going seven again. Yep. And who knows? Maybe, maybe it's Toronto's turn. Maybe Vasilevsky and the boys get the bump in the first round. Um, but yeah, like you know what? they've played a lot of they played a lot of hockey, right? I mean, a you lot. went back to back Stanley Cups. You went last year to the Stanley Cup final. I mean, that's a lot of hockey, and I think it's going to take a grind on their bodies, as it probably already is now. I know players probably don't want to admit that, but it takes a toll. It, it's it's a lot of hockey in three years. So I, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna hurt them in the in the long run, which is right now. And I think Toronto's gonna take advantage of that. Well, so now put on your GM hat. Um yep. they're pretty much locked like, like, they're locked into a playoff spot. I, I know it's not confirmed with the X next sure. to their name, but they're they're locked in. So at this point, you yep. know you're you know you're going up against Toronto if you're Tampa Bay. Yep. Do you now say, hey, do we <clears throat> excuse me? Do we fight for that home ice advantage, keep playing everyone, or we know we're playing Toronto? Because you know, they're only three points out, and actually Toronto has a game in hand on them, uh, which is interesting. Um, but basically my point is, all right, we've gone, we've won two cups in a row. We just went to the finals last year. Let's, mm-hmm. let's start resting some people here and there, you know, gearing up for the playoffs, make sure everyone's healthy. I mean, clearly bodies will be as fresh as they can be after the run that Tampa has had over the past several years. Are you looking to rest, let's say, a Stamkos for a game here or there, or a Kucherov? I would approach them about it first, I would ask. Um, I guess I'll see why not, right? I mean, like Boston, for example, you're way ahead, right? Are, are you going to rest guys like Bergeron and Marchand and um, Krejci, like your older guys? I probably would, right? I mean – Playoffs are, are a completely different level. Absolutely. You don't know what's going to happen. And like you said, dude, those guys have played a ton of hockey. I would go to Kucherov. I'd go to Stamkos. I'd go to Point, Hedman, Sergachev even, um, and say, hey, you know, take two games off, right? Take take the, take that time. But a guy like Vasilevsky, from hearing interviews, I heard he hates one being pulled. He hates being pulled. The team can be down five nothing. He will not be pulled from a game, right? I, I don't see him asking for any rest at all. I think he wants to play and he will continue to play because he says he had to improve his game. But I would approach the players first and ask if they if they want to rest. I wouldn't just sit them down. I think that could bring bad morale to the team. Um, but I, I don't see. I could see them resting, but like you said, home is—is is it really home ice advantage now in playoffs? I, I don't think so. I mean, honestly, I do think that there definitely is home ice advantage. Um, yeah. Obviously, we haven't seen Jersey in the playoffs in quite some time, but that's something that intrigues me. Because even you know, right. let's go back to last year, Carolina. Like, yeah, Carolina definitely started getting momentum at home. But there are also a ton of Ranger fans. The Ranger fans travel, I think, probably top 
four in the league besides, you know, probably the yep. Canadians, the Maple Leafs, you know, and uh, I couldn't even top three then. Like those I, are probably the I three. Bruins. And yeah. okay. Bruins fans travel well as well. Yeah. yeah so maybe those are the top four. Um, but it, I, I'd be curious to see how many Ranger fans, you know, I guess for the like us Ranger fans, it's different uh, because there's so many Ranger fans everywhere. You know, it's like a Cowboys yeah. fan in, in the NFL. They're just everywhere. Right. You know, it's America's team. Um, not saying the Rangers are, but it just the fan base travels extremely well. well. Um, right. So for Tampa, like, I, I could see Tampa crowds being taken over by anyone, really. Uh, and, I, you know, that's when, you know, you have Tampa Bay coming out and saying, uh, we're not allowing any Ranger fans in the lower bowl, you know, with the Ranger jersey on. You know, it, yep. you know, it is what it is. Um, but with the Atlantic, who do you have coming out of the Atlantic? Boston. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> there's no argument. Yeah, I, sure. I can't argue with that. Um, all right, let's go to the Metro. Uh, here we go. Uh, so right now you have, as it stands, um, you have Carolina in first with 98 points. You have the Devils in second with 95. You have the Rangers in third with 90. And then it goes back to the wild card. Um, so who do you see taking? Because, you know, you, now you have Max Patch already out. You have Svechnikov yep. out. So yep. Carolina's hurt. So who do you see? Who do you see jumping into that? It's it's. I don't see the Rangers making the jump. Um, so who's winning the Metro? The Carolina Hurricanes or the New Jersey Devils? Hi, right, I'm going to give you two answers. Who do I hope to win, and who do I think is actually going to? Okay. I think Carolina ultimately ultimately ends up winning the Metro. But I hope New Jersey leapfrogs them. I would rather play Carolina in the playoffs than the Devils. I am so simpatico with you right there. I, I'm actually right. scared of the Devils. I am terrified of playing New Jersey. I don't think we match up well against them this year. Again, I haven't seen them play with this new Rangers team, I guess you can say, right? We, I think we've lost them twice and beat them once in overtime. Um, Jack Hughes is unbelievable. Dawson Mercer is having a hell of a year. Like I said, Vanacek is playing well in goal. Dougie Hamilton has been one of the top defensemen in the league. They are dangerous. They are a dangerous team. You didn't even bring up Timo Meyer. And team, there you go. That's yeah. a problem, right? That's a, that's an issue. Um, they're fast. They're dangerous. The only thing that I can say that could help us is we have to strike in the net, and we have playoff experience, right? The Devils don't have any experience in the playoffs. We know it's a different animal, but boy, would I love to just play Carolina. No special call for the entire playoffs. Like you said, Patchetti's hurt, so who knows where that ends up? No, uh, he's done. Yeah, he, he tore his Achilles again. He's done. Oh he's yeah, done? yeah, he yeah. tore his Achilles again. So, you know, I'd rather play Carolina, but, but yeah, I I hope New Jersey leapfrogs them, but I just don't see it happening. I think it it ends up being the Rangers and the Devils. So let me. So clearly, we both have oh, actually Florida. You have you have Pittsburgh on the outside looking in. So that, that, that leads us to Florida versus Carolina or New Jersey. Yep. Uh, do you see Florida matching up well with either? I, honestly, with the way Carolina's hurt, I can yeah, see Florida. I, I, I can see. I can see Florida beating Carolina in that in that one, yeah, you know in that I, one wild card matchup. I think. Obviously, like we like we said before, Connor McDavid is the unanimous MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But I think that um, I think Matthew Kachuk is second in MVP. I, I he's, he's been great. That yeah, he's, he's been great. He's, he's more than a point per, uh, point per game player this year, and I think him alone could probably defeat Carolina because. 
Carolina is that hurt. And I don't really trust her goaltending either. Then again, Florida has shitty goaltending too. You know what? Let goals rain. Just let it rain goals in that series. So, I, uh, you know, I, I, all right. So this is, I guess we're getting a little off topic because we're going to go back to the Rangers. Actually, no, we're in the Eastern Conference, so it is what it is. Uh, so deal with it. Um, I see the Rangers' best way to the cup is Jersey jumping Carolina. So that leaves yep. you with New Jersey versus Florida or Pittsburgh, you know, whoever. Um, then you got Carolina and the Rangers. I, you know, I don't want to say it, and I don't wish for a team, so I'm going to knock on some wood. Uh, but the Rangers well, recently right, have owned Carolina. The Rangers well, right now. Sorry, hold on. Right now, though, if Florida did leapfrog Pittsburgh, right, that team would play. But Boston, Boston you're right. Correct? You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, so they would play the Islanders. Ooh, imagine the Devils and the Islanders. That would be a good series too. But then I also see, you know, I've wa- I watched the New Jersey versus Toronto game, and the speed in that game was. Mind blowing, but yeah. New Jersey gave up a lead late, and they ended up losing in regulation. Um, yeah, so it, you know it, the 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 best way for the Rangers for to make the cup, I see it playing out this way: New Jersey leapfrogs Carolina. New Jersey plays the Islanders. We play Carolina. Okay. The Rangers have over history over the past few years have owned Carolina. They have, Um, especially in the playoffs or not really, you know, since the, the bubble, which led us to Lafreniere. They're hurt. Rangers go through Carolina. Then we would get either New Jersey or the Islanders, which, Oh my God, if, if we got New Jersey, Try to stay battle in the second round, which would be wild. And I don't know if it would be good for my heart. Um, but then it would be that. And then obviously you'd have to get through. Ultimately, I would say Boston. Um, but who? hopefully Boston's yeah. banged up by then. You know, everyone complains about the, the playoff format. And I actually agree. It should be one, one, one through eight. And then it keeps receding. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, I think the, the, you play for that. Um, you know, the first place team in the Eastern conference should face, you know, the lower seed every single, I just think that's how it should be. Yeah. You agree. Right. Um, but I guess this year it plays into our favor a little bit, (laughs) just because you saw how Tampa loaded up. You saw how Toronto loaded up. You saw how Boston loaded up. And the right. fact that only one of those teams are going to make it through to the Eastern Conference Final bodes well for Ranger fans and even New Jersey fans and Carolina fans, you know. Um, you have Carolina who's banged up now. Injuries happen. Um, so I find New Jersey to be the scariest team the Rangers could possibly face on the road to the Eastern Conference Final. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. But the Owls also do scare me. I don't know if it's like a rivalry thing. I don't know if it would vote well. Because if the Rangers end up playing the Devils, right, in the first round, and the Islanders end up beating Carolina, then we play the Islanders next. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, that could be fun. That could be fun. It wouldn't be good for my heart. That could or my liver. be a good time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, or my wallet, for that matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I'd be going to New Jersey. I'd be going to UBS. (laughs) It would be insane. Um, But yeah, that that could, we do have a good chance. Um, But playing Boston scares the shit out of me. So I hope someone, I hope Boston goes to two seven game series. That could be helpful. And then uh, I I see your point with the Islanders, how they could be scary uh, just because, Carolina goaltending does not scare me against Shesterkin. Vitek Vanacek does not scare me against Shesterkin. Ilya Sorokin, Igor Shesterkin's best friend, yeah, scares me. Yeah, he's, he's, he's top. He's, he's, he's top four. Top, easy, easy, hands down. Quietly too. Quietly doing it 
as well. He's not getting a lot of attention, right? Because um, obviously, all Mark and Boston's get the attention. So it's scary. It's scary. And he's have a better season than Shostakin, in my opinion. So let's go out and say, who do you have coming out of the Eastern Conference going on to the Stanley Cup Final as it sits right now? Boston. It just has to be, right? I mean, it's Boston. It's cup or bust for that team, man. And But isn't it cup or bust for the Rangers, too? You go out and you get Patty Kane. You go out and you get Tarasenko. You have to re-sign, you know, you have to re-sign Lafreniere this uh, this upcoming offseason. You have to re-sign Keandre Miller. You have to re-sign Philip Heedle. So those are so three. This is, so, this, so this is my question here, right, is you look at a team like the Bruins, right? You had you had Patrice Bergeron take pay cut. You had Brad Marchand take a pay cut. You uh, Pasternak arguably deserves that eleven point five, no doubt about it. Deserves it forty plus goals for like four straight years. He should get paid. Well, you look at guys like that, and look, and even Nathan McKinnon in Colorado before he signed his big deal, he took a pay cut, right? So if you want to win, you see guys take pay cuts and you want to win. Can't the Rangers also do that? I get it. You got to pay a lot from here. Give the man a bridge deal. He, to me, I love Ralph. I love Laugh. I, one of his biggest fans. I have plenty. I have his jersey. I, I love Laugh, but he doesn't deserve eight million a year right now. No, he doesn't deserve an eight-year contract, right? So give him a bridge deal like Capo Caco. Give him a two or three-year deal worth two point one. He'll. Probably a little bit more. He popped out this year, right? Give him four and a half, five million. Keandre Miller also deserves to be paid. But you look at guys like Patrick Kane. You tell me you can't get him for a two-year deal at three million per, right? Yeah, we did. We did. We won three Stanley Cups. He wants to be here, right? He'll take a pay cut like that. Really, you you made your money. You wanted to be here. I'm assuming he would take a pay cut. Vladdy Tarasenko. You won a cup. I'm not. You're gonna keep. You could keep one of the two. I don't know if you could keep both, right? But Vlad, Tarasenko has been loving to play with Panarin and Zvenjaj recently. That line has been clicking, clicking, clicking. They've been playing well. That line is so a wet dream for me right now, too, right? Yeah, they've been playing so well. So why not him take a pay cut too? And I remember watching an interview with Kevin Hayes. It was with Keith Yandel. I don't know which podcast it was for. I, I apologize. I think it's Yandel's. I think it's Yandel's uh, podcast. Yeah, and Hayes was like, it, it was the team where the Rangers. I think it was back in 2015, right when the Rangers were the best team in the league. They won 55 games or something like that. And he was like, I just. He's like, I wish that. I wish the team gave us one more year. One more year with that same group, and they would, and they probably would have won the Stanley Cup. And it's like, all right, so the Rangers went out. You know, it's going to take time for these players to click, right? So why not? If you can't get it this year, Boston's playing out of their freaking mind. Why not do it one more year? Just do it one more year and see what happens. After that last year, if it doesn't work, then break it up. All right, that's fine. To well, me, you got it. You, you're, you, you. You look at this year, and it's cup or bust for anybody, like you said, right? But, I mean, is it – like, for a team like New Jersey, obviously, like, it's not cup or bust for them. They're just getting started. But for the Rangers, you still have Zibanejad for another six, for another six years. You have credit for another four. You know, you still have your young guys. It's not like it's cup or bust. Well, it's two- cup or bust because you think you got Tarasenko and, and Kane. Yeah, and to your point, like, I'm looking at Boston right now on Cap Friendly – like coming up, you have Bergeron, unrestricted free agent, who he might retire. He's thirty-seven, you know, but he's also playing for two point five million this year. So, to your point, why can't you know Patrick Kane do that if he wants to stay here and he wants to play with Panarin and he wants to, you know, whatnot? It looks like Vladdy Tarasenko's family is loving New York. Um, so I agree to you on that point too. Who, you know, because this Boston team is built around. Like they have David Krejci playing for one million dollars right now. He's thirty six, yeah. and then you ha- so your unrestricted free agents on Boston are Patrice Bergeron making two point five million. You have Tyler Bertuzzi yeah. who's making two point three. Obviously, that's after 
you know, the, you know, teams paying and whatnot. Then you got Nosek, you got Garnet Hathaway. Uh, Trent Fredericks is a restricted free agent. Krejci making $1 million. He wants to be here. He wants, you know, he's playing to win. Um, and then, you know, you have Forbert on defense. Uh, you, uh, actually, no, you have Olav, Orlov, who's going to be unrestricted. And then you got Connor Clifton. Uh, and then Swayman right. is unrestricted. Swayman's only making $925,000 right now. That is crazy. Uh, yep. And you have Nick Foligno also on IR. Um, so he's unrestricted. And then you have, you know, Taylor Hall until 2025. But you're right. You know, you had Krejci and Bergeron. They, they should be making more money than that, but they didn't because they're they want to build that team. Friendly deals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like, if, if you're, if you feel that passionate about coming to a place, like if I was Patrick Kane and I won three cups, I'm almost at 1300 points in my NHL career. I've made money. I don't know. I don't even know how much his career earnings are so far, but it's probably like 80 million. Right. I mean, if you wanted to be here, you wanted to come to New York, you wanted to play with Panarin again. He's here for another three more years. So why not sign for a two time of uh, two times four, right? Two years, two million per. Like, who cares? You made your money. You won three cups. Why not try and win one here? Same for Tarasenko, right? You won a cup in in St. Louis. Yes, he's a little younger, but if he likes to be here, take a pay cut. You don't need the money. Let's be real. But again, that's up to the player. I don't know how they feel about that and. It seems like they're having a good time, but you see these top guys take pay cuts for a couple of years, and it's paid off. No, oh, yeah, and so, so just looking now, now looking at the Rangers roster, upcoming they need obviously we said Tarasenko unrestricted, Patrick Kane unrestricted, Heedle is restricted, uh, Tyler Mott. I love Tyler Mott, but that, <laughs> whenever that dude, whenever that dude puts a Ranger jersey on, he. <laughs> He gets him. He just gets hurt. You know, I love him. Uh, I love that he came back, uh, you know, after taking that blatant elbow to the head or shoulder to the yeah. head and comes back and scores that goal. Loved every second of yeah. that. Uh, you have Lafreniere on, on, you know, on a restricted deal. And then you have Nico Mikola, who I, I think he's been steady as a bottom pairing defenseman. Once Lindgren's back, you're going to see where Mikola fits in. You know, there was a lot of crap on this slide social media pisses me off. People said Miko was having a bad year and that Harper was better. I, to me, that makes no sense. I mean, listen, I think Ben Harper has been more than what we've bargained for. I'll definitely give him that. Yeah, but he's he's not been better than Mikola. Oh no, no. I no, think he was been one of our top our, our, one of our top D's. Adam Fox has been struggling like crazy. But that's I that Turn has to be related. That has to be related to Lingren not being in the lineup. Has to be in my that's eyes. That's tough though. Like if you if, yeah, but if your best defenseman is like that, that's not good. That's not a good sign. He he's your top D. He shouldn't be struggling because of his defensive partner is gone. I get it. I get it. He's your best friend on and off the ice. He's your deep partner since you started your career. Yeah. But like. Ooh, man, like a turnover machine last night. Again, again, him and Panarin have been turnover crazy. Yeah, and so then, uh, you know, back to, so you have Keandre, who's going to be restricted. Yep. And then you have yep. Halak, who's unrestricted. Um, so, yep. you know, that backup goalie, you know, if Halak wants to stay, then you got to take less than $1.5 That's just the way that is. Agreed. Uh, Rangers can find a backup goalie on – that's not a worry. Uh, Keandre is obviously going to get paid. I would rather not bridge deal Keandre Miller if possible. Um, but who knows? They might have to, uh, just like you said, because yep. we're cap crunched. Um, I don't see Mikola coming back, unfortunately. Um, because just a, yeah, it's just because of the cap. I think you can find a body that does the same as Mikola on that left-handed side. Um, and then you have Lafreniere, bridge deal completely with you, no doubt. Would love to keep Mott, but Mott's going to have to realize, hey, you're going to have to take less as well. Or just tell Mott, hey, we'll see, you in a, we'll see you in a year at the deadline, and we'll bring you back again at the deadline. Possibly, but you have to look now. Like, Offman's 
probably going to be in the lineup next right. year, right? I, you know, I didn't even think about Osman. There, there's another guy that's probably going to be in the lineup, and you signed Jimmy Vesey to a decent deal. He's been unreal this year. Oh, yeah, that, that contract is so, a steal. Yeah, so, I mean, the kid line's going to stay there. The fourth line, you'll probably have Osman on the fourth line now. If you don't resign Tarasenko, if Osman becomes that guy, the way he's playing in juniors, if he could translate that to the NHL, even half of what he's doing now on a top line with Zibanejad and, and, and Panarin, that could be an option. But is draw Gallant going to throw him on the top line first year? Probably not, right? Unless he shows it off. Yeah. Um, but again, that's a cheaper option than Tarasenko, right? But I don't know. We'll see. And, uh, yeah, and so, you know, when the whole Patrick Kane thing was going on, you know, I was messaging you and our buddy TJ, and someone was telling me, you know, and I was telling you guys that it was pretty much as good as done and whatnot. Uh, and that person said, this Patrick Kane deal is not a rental. Like, this is where Kane wants to retire. Uh, he's going to take a pay cut at the end of the season. Two, uh, I think two years, two point something million pretty much like what he's getting paid right now. He's making two Rangers are paying him 2.6 million. Uh, so no, I, I mean, sign me up all day for a Patrick Kane for the next two years at 2.6 million. And you know what? The people say he's washed up. He has seven points in eight games for the Rangers. And we're what? Five. Oh, and one washed up. Yeah. And, and like the people that are getting on him already, like just stop it. You try and pick up everything that you had. You want a team for what? He got drafted in those – no, he got drafted. God, Pedro and Blanket. Whatever. He's been in the league for, what, 15 years already? He's been in Chicago's entire – his entire career. You, it's not easy for someone to just pick up everything and leave. A city that he's been with, won three Stanley Cups. Yeah. Is a legend in the city. Like, he's going to take time for him to adjust. And the fact that he has seven points in eight games, very, very good. So – no, so I was just going to say, uh, we are running on the one hour mark. Uh, we did have yeah. other topics to bring up, but we just kept, you know, this was great. Uh, catching up on the conference and the playoff layout. Uh, this is going to be my last Ranger question for you. Uh, so yeah. coming up, we have Nashville tonight. Uh, this is mm-hmm. Sunday the 19th. Uh, we have a back to, well, not back to back, but we have Carolina two games in a row, which can show something. Uh, you know, we'll see how we fare against the way Carolina looks right now. Then you have Florida, and then next week you have Columbus, New Jersey, which is away. We can see where that, you know, plays out. Then you got Buffalo, and then if we just skip ahead real quick to April, you have Washington, Tampa, St. Louis, Columbus, Buffalo, and then you end with Toronto. So I think the next week, obviously you got – Tampa next month. You have Toronto next month. Uh, but besides that, you know, those are the games where I think you're starting to gear up for the playoffs. I'm very curious to see how they fare against Carolina this week. And then that Devils game is standing out to me. Um, yep. I think those will be, I don't want to say, I th- you know, yeah, it's eye gauging because you get to see how you're, your lineup looks, you know, hopefully fully loaded, knock on wood again. You know, Lingren's hopefully going to be coming back soon. And you can see how you match up against these guys. And I'm sure by the end of next week, I'm going to text you. Actually, we're going to be in Nashville for the game on the 23rd and then the Florida game on the 25th. Uh, But I can guarantee you by like the 29th or the 30th after that Devils game, I'm going to tell you who exactly I want the Rangers to play in the first round. Yeah, and I think, and like you said, you, you made a great point. I think this right now is a good gauge to see where they are, right? I mean, now they have a couple, they have, what, nine games, sorry, eight games now with Patrick Kane, right? Yeah, yeah. So today will be nine. Um, so that already gives you a good gauge of where they are right now. They've played, they've won three straight, right? And they played well in those three games. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, now they'll have a gauge where they are in the playoffs, right, with Carolina and with New Jersey. So, yeah, I think those two games with Carolina are going to be difficult. It's always a home game, regardless if you have PNC Arena down there. It's always a home game for the Rangers. And against New Jersey, I think, like you said, that's a good point. I think that's the one you should circle, right, because now more games under your belt, 
Now you're starting to play more like a team. Regardless of who Lingard is in or not, you're going to be a better team with him in the lineup. Um, I think the only woe that the Rangers might have is their defensive play in their own zone. We've seen a bunch of turnovers with them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think the Rangers – I think once the Rangers hit that 100-point mark, if they can win five more games straight, I think you'll start seeing players being rested. I think the Rangers will rest a good amount of players. Yeah, uh, so – that's it. You know, looking forward to the end of this regular season. Looking forward to going to Nashville to celebrate you, my brother, this week. Yeah, um, wait, man. Yeah. The, oh, you don't even know what the Airbnb looks like, do you? Oh, I do. Oh, you do? I do, yeah, yeah. My, uh, when we were looking at it the first time, I was like, that. that's like, dude, it's like a fucking mansion. It's like <laughs> massive, bro. I'm like, there's no way we're going to get this shit. And then my cousin's you know, pull through. So it's going to be a good time. Can't wait. It's going to be a great time. Uh, but yeah, um, glad to be back. Hopefully, well, next Sunday we'll be Nashville. So we will not record next Sunday because uh, I'm not bringing my laptop to Nashville. So fun yeah. fact. Uh, and we'll probably be not in podcasting well, form. Not, yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we'll be back. We'll, we'll try to fit something in. We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, do you have anything to say before we uh, we leave? No, that's it. Uh, it's good to be back. Hopefully we can keep this consistent. Uh, I know it's majority of my fault and very busy recently. So uh, You're getting married, my man. You're getting married. I know, for real. Getting old. Um, so, yeah, definitely want to make this a regular thing, and we'll uh, get this going again. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are tuning out. See you later. Peace. Wrong button. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez on Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.